So oh. now on the flip side of that, I have also seen 15,000 square foot houses with the most dirt cheap crap they could put in it. And I go, yeah. who was your builder? Steve Harvey. Who yeah, who was <laughs> once again? Who was sorry, your Steve. Hell <laughs> Steve listening to this show. He listens every day. Uh, uh. Yeah, I was over there working on <laughs> 10 sear <laughs> ream caskets, and I'm like, there's eight three tons in here. What <laughs> this stuff is What's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R and D. Powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC Mid-Atlantic rep for all your PHVAC needs. Also, I'm pretty stoked to say this. Go check out our website, HVACRND.com. Ryden has got it rolling. We got some sweet stuff on there. I'm not trying to steal his uh, shameless self-promotion, but I had to throw it out there. Just me and riding tonight. We got uh, a lot of stuff to get to. We are back on track. I don't have to try to stay ahead of the game. We're recording week to week now. So if you're listening to this, it's what we did this week and this week only. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. What's up, trade crew? Like Dennis said, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Brought to you by Premier's... Bl- eh, I can't even say the right sponsor name. Platinum sponsor, One Thing Marketing. And speaking of One Thing Marketing, as Dennis said earlier, please go make sure to check out www.hvacrnd.com. The website is finally done. There's a lot of info on there. Vendor Hub is on there where you can get info on One Thing Marketing to get your business noticed. Have the link to Keystone Sales about some important information for great PHVAC products. You can also find your rep if you're a distributor. And you can work with Bob and his team that includes my boy Dennis here. Also, I'm glad to have them backing me up these days on the Bosch front. You can also get information on BetterHelp, Chirp, and Service Titan. We also, um, as we finish kind of getting the last little things up and running, as far as just loading stuff into it, um, as we start setting training events that Dennis and I will be part of, as well as counter days and other stuff, I'll make sure that we put those on the events page so that if you are local in the Carolinas, you can see where we're at, maybe come check us out. 
And also, I've got to watch my tutorial video they have sent me, but I will start trying to get some articles out maybe once or twice a month. I'm excited to kind of dig into and start writing some stuff again. I love doing business writing, a little bit of technical HVAC writing for sales guys, as well as the contractors out there. Um, so I'll be happy to get back into the swing of those things, see what we can do with it. Also, if you made sure to listen to last week's episode, we did drop a 20% off discount code in honor of my dad, Cajun Joe, and it is still active through the month of May. So it is Cajun 420 for his birthday on April 20th. And all of the new patch hats as well as Cajun Joe Spice are on there. Also, if you do order a patch hat, I will send you a Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice sample with the hat. Nice. So that's why they're in the picture. I seen that in the picture. I thought in the that picture. might have been a false advertisement there, but no. So if you get a hat, I will send you a two ounce bottle, just like we gave away at AHR and hook you up. So get in there, get some hats. If we run out, we will order more. And even if they don't get here till May, if you ordered them or pre-ordered them, we will make sure that you get everything honored at the price that you took care of it for. So we will take care of that with you. Um, also, please make sure to follow us on social media on Instagram at HVACRD, as well as TikTok at HVACRD. Um, we are starting to have some great traction over on LinkedIn. Um, some of that is also from the support of my buddy Tony, who works with me at Insight. He's our marketing director, runs the HVAC Engineers podcast. So he has been a great proponent to help us kind of get out to some more people we don't know. You can also find us on Facebook and Trade Hounds. That's pretty much all the info, but if there's anything else that pops up in between time, you can always check the link tree in the bio social media as well. If you can't get to the website, but please go to the website. Join the mailing list. We'll send you more cool stuff. So, I don't have a guest to introduce, um, but since I guess uh, we're running out of time, uh, and Dennis said he has an interesting beer he has selected for dinner, what do you got there, buddy? Yeah, I got a little guest here. A little 12-ounce guest. 12-ounce guest. Um, so, being from Atlanta, Sweetwater, right? Ooh. Strolling through the uh, grocery store and saw a new Sweetwater beer. It's called Blue. It's a blue can. This is a smooth, fresh, all-natural, bright blueberry flavor stacked on a light-bodied, tasty wheat ale for something that hits different. So, um, it's a blueberry wheat ale. Oh yeah, it's blueberry for sure. 4.6. So it's like a blue moon, but it's a blueberry. Well, I'm about to eviscerate my Atlanta buddy here. But if you're saying you're from Atlanta and this is the first time you've had Sweetwater Blue, where you been, man? It is the first time I've had it. I haven't seen How? it. How? I don't know. How long Dude, has it I was out? drinking Sweetwater Blue when I barely was allowed to drink. Oh legally. my gosh. I've never seen it. It's good. It's really good in a bottle. I literally too. had the beer when they came out. Yeah, I Sweetwater mean, Blue is great. That was one of my favorites. 420, right? Was that their first one? Yep. Yeah. That was that was the uh the premier beverage at the Asheville Tourist Thirsty Thursday was the old Sweetwater 420. But, you know, it was Asheville, so what do you expect? 
God, that's so weird that I've never had this or seen. I, can't, it. I know. I can't believe that I either. Thought it was a new beer. No, no. Hmm. I'm trying to reserve judgment, but I couldn't help myself. I had to a little bit. Oh, that well, yeah. Hey. So uh, I guess you can judge me. <laughs> yep. Because I went and bought three more cases of Tams this week. Oh my God. What was? You can't beat a Modelo case for twenty five bucks at Sam's. If you go anywhere else, they're like thirty five. No, it is a good beer. Stupid. Too. It's good smooth drinking. We're not cerveza. going to get a local brewery to get us a trade beer if you just keep drinking those. Well, or they might. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll take it either way. So I had the. Uh, had a counter day last couple days on the other side of the planet and uh he did outer not banks. go fishing no i did not go fishing Ooh. staying at a hotel at the outer banks everybody in the hotel is in a boat and i'm pulling a trailer with a heat pump on it so but it's all good no but i went out to a uh like a like a oyster bar and uh, had the best lager I've ever had in my life, literally. It is Ghost Harbor Brewing Company, and it was an amber lager. Gotta try to find those. I mean, it's North Carolina, obviously, but they're so they're based out of Elizabeth City. Okay. Um. Yeah, got it's got a big. Like a, the Ghost Harbor's got a big pirate ship on there. Nice. I got, I got a picture of the you know the glass there, but yeah, smoothest amber lager I've ever had. I'm like, of course I'm over here six hours from my house. It was all good. We had some nice weather. Had the uh, had all the heat pump stuff set up out in the parking lot. I'll talk about that a little bit later, as far as kind of stuff I noticed about that system, but. What are you? Uh, what have you gotten into this week? So, um, death and taxes. Uh, <laughs> <I> fa- <laughs> yep. Finished up two finished, things right yeah, there. Finished up taxes on Monday. I actually get a I get a federal return. I got to pay the state. Um, and then started getting the uh, HVAC R and D paperwork in order. You know, the old annual report. Yep. Run a podcast, they said. It'll be simple, they said. Um, but, you know, <laughs> as always, one of, the, one of the coolest things about, you know, getting into this show and stuff is, you know, we get to kind of do some other little different things and learn more about how businesses operate as far as that goes. Because, you know, I used to do the, the tax run and document run and different stuff, you know, helping dad with his business. But it's different when it's, you know, you're the one or you're the ones putting the pen to paper and handling all that stuff. So right. in a lot of ways, I, I appreciate it because it's it's helped me kind of understand a bit more about some of the things that my customers have to deal with, with the state and taxes and some other stuff. So we can have, you know, some deeper level business conversations that you can't always have with every sales rep if they haven't, you know, ran a business of their own or have any kind of business of their own. Um, so, yeah, that's always it's always nice to kind of learn more stuff. Um, well, we just heard that from uh, Northwest. Yep. 
It's like, dude, I'm, I'm not, you know, I didn't go to school for business. I mean, we hear that all the time. Yep. I can fix a, uh, fix a heat pump, but this business side is just dragging me down. <laughs> no. And it's, and it's very important to have positive relationships on the, I guess what you would call the business support service side. Um, right. I came across the, the lady that does the, our books several years ago, actually through a customer of mine and she's been, she's been great. So I'm grateful for everything she's done for us. She has saved us a ton of money. Um, by also I mean, being able to help do some other stuff too. So it's nice. So real quick while we're on that, I mean, what are you seeing guys, you know, gets his license, maybe gets a helper. What's you got any advice on how to attack that? I mean, you know, the money's not necessarily there to just start. No. Well, I that's think, the other thing, right? These guys want to, everybody wants to start these up from just kind of like zero. Yep. They want to start from zero and a lot of guys will go into it. And the important thing is really understanding what type of business you should even register with your state as. Right. Um, some people go and they're sole proprietorship, which if you're going to be a business, that is about the worst way you could do it. <laughs> Because you were 100% liable for everything. Right. And not that you aren't in a way liable for going out and doing the right thing. But, you know, if you're going to have a business and do it right, at a minimum, you should be an LLC to be a limited liability corp. But most likely in the same thing, you know, what Dennis and I are with HVAC R&D for us is, you know, we're we're a corporation. We're incorporated. helps protect us. Gives us tax ID number. Um, lets us be able to do different things that way. So, you know, one of them is you got to have a good accountant. If you don't know one, one of your buddies probably does or someone does. Um, yeah. Reach out. If you're in the Carolinas, I know a few. You can always reach out to us. I'll help you. Don't mind that. Um, it's always good to put good people with good people. It's a positive thing. But... <clears throat> You know, the first thing is you really need to make sure you build a business from scratch the right way. And it's a lot easier to set up your paperwork and documentation and get everything done right up front than trying to scramble later on and go backwards and try to fix it later. Oh, yeah. Have a plan. Yeah, and it's hard starting out, man. It's a you can start. You can start from scratch in this industry at the right time of year. You can get it rolling. Yep. And Uh, well, and you know, a few takeaways from when we talked with Jamie too. Um, You got to think about different things, you know, based on the number of employees, you have different responsibilities. As soon as you actually have an employee, you have different responsibilities. Um, So, you know, are you going to have full-time employees? Are you going to use sub crews? What's kind of your business plan? And a lot of that will dictate you know, other potential, you know, parts of funding you've got to have lined up or have secured so you can make sure everything's in the right place going forward. Right. The old insurance rigmarole and all the rest of that. So we, uh, we ran out of time on here and it says you can still finish your recording, but you won't be able to access your files upgrade your account to unlock unlimited recording and your files well what's our upgrade cost these days i swear well 
Well, I, I think it's uh, it's wanting us to go buy into their cloud. Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll have that discussion afterwards so that we yeah. can actually post this <laughs> on Friday like we're supposed to. Um. So yeah, your your new position over there still the same, still the same job, but you're uh, getting into some. I feel like we hadn't had any distributor talk on here in a while. No, we haven't, and some of that was, you know, I kind of had to get my bearings. It'll be, I'm coming up on my one month anniversary, um, middle of next week. Some of it was just kind of getting your bearings and figuring out, you know, anything. I'm still right. working on learning learning computer system, learning updated part numbers. You know, a boot's still a boot and a collar's still a collar, but in your computer versus mine, it's a whole different thing. Um, well, and we... I was going to say, we started a... Not to veer off track real quick. Starting to promote HVAC R&D locally. Yep, which is nice. I appreciate everybody... That's new to the show. Maybe you didn't know we were out there. I know North Carolina is coming in hot on the leaderboard. Yep. Come on and Texas, raise up. Texas is crushing it. I guess if we can beat Texas with the size state we are. Yep. That'd be awesome. Compared to them. So, yeah. I'm excited about building locally. Yeah, um, me too. You you mentioned counter days. I really want to. I really love to do some live recording at a counter day. Yep, and I think I know, you know, right now I'm not gonna name names of all the places outside of, you know, we're in the process of opening multiple branches this year, um, and also next year. Uh Greensboro is coming up quick. I was up there last week. And you know what's what's fun about where I am now is that there's a lot of focus on growth and doing things differently and moving forward. And I get to be involved in everything from, you know, helping to see what our counters are going to look like, talking about how we set up product, talking with different branch managers about how we can strategize using products we have in other stores to make things different in different markets. Um, it's a whole lot of different, different things that I didn't always necessarily get involved with before because I was, I was in a much more limited territory. Here right. I can I can go where I build relationships, and if there's anything all of us know about this business, it is driven by relationship. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, from from the tech going into the homeowner's house, trying to build a relationship there immediately. Um, you know, looking on their walls, trying to see what they're into. Yep. From the salesman in home all the way to, you know a tech trying to build or a business owner building a relationship with a distributor. And now I'm on the rep side where we're trying to build relationships with the distributor. Yep. Uh, between the manufacturer. So it's a, it's a small little backyard we all work in, but everybody's got to work together playing yep. the same sandbox. <laughs> well, and the other thing that's nice is that we're starting to really see, we're starting to finally really see the revival and the kind of the, the rebirth of having true counter days and customer appreciation days, because for oh yeah the last two and a half years, you know, even coming out of all the lockdown and shortages, we just, a lot of people really didn't have 
as many customer events or customer interaction events because people just wouldn't come for different reasons or whatever. So I think, I think this fall for a lot of people is going to start really seeing more of them. We've, we've seen a good bit of them this spring. I know you've done a ton with, with your different distributor partners. So yep, I'm excited to kind of really have more face-to-face time with customers than we've had in a long time. I mean, the last two days I have crushed some barbecue and some fried chicken. Yes. Two counter days, same guy cooking. Actually, it was a whole pig. Um, next day, go out there, same guy. <laughs> of course, it's a different branch, but I'm like, all right, I'll eat that again. Yeah, love it. There was probably, these were good turnouts too. Um, I like seeing all the reps. I like making a walk down through there and seeing all the other brands and seeing what everybody's got. You know, I'm a sucker for that. But uh, yeah, big turnouts, man. Guys are getting back out there. Yeah, this fall, I think you're right. It's going to be a. It yeah, be it's going to be fun. By then. It's going to be fun. And, you know, by the fall, you and I are going to have uh, events together all over the place, hopefully. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, so we talked about a contractor calling me to, to get stuff earlier. He's calling me right now. Give me one second. <laughs> all right. Hey, buddy. So, uh, <laughs> talking about uh, at-home customer sales calls, <laughs> I had a had a customer that's had some major headaches with another brand's mini split. He put in, he put two of them in the same house. One of them has Cadillac like a champ since he put it in. Yep. But this other one that's in the that's the heads in the basement. For some reason. They cannot get the the leak or a leak on the outside right by the flare to stop. They have done, let's see. So he reflared the pipe initially the first time again, fixed nothing. Well, then you, he start, ran, you start yeah, running out of room on the. You know, he started running out of room to try to make another flare. So he pulled a whole brand new line set, used Nylog, torqued her to spec. Still won't stop it. So, thanks to our friends at Rector Seal, <laughs> uh, we had some flare tight products that we hadn't got to give out all of them as samples to some customers. So, uh, that little packet of quarter three eighths is hopefully maybe going to go solve a problem. So, we will report back on next week's show for that. So, you did have some? Yes, I, I did find one. I had one yeah. pack of them. Of the quarter three eighths, everything else is quarter half or quarter five eighths. Yeah, so I was wondering if they, um, I, I figured he might have looked if there's a burr on the male side on the unit, or it could be out of round, could be kind of rare. Yeah. Um, but at this point, who knows? Nylog, you would think would fix that, but Nylog, it, it, uh, I don't know. 
you're tightening something down um and there's a hump in it or it's out of round yep it could uh i don't know and tracy just left it a mustang that thing does sound good from in here that's the first time i could hear a vehicle leave that's from the, around you that's the mustang <laughs> she still wants some different mufflers on there and I'm like gee my neighbors are probably about to kill me already at 6.40 every morning we crank it up the old cold start (laughs) so yeah that's exciting what you got coming up well and both of us right we're going to be out there uh, getting into some stuff together hopefully on the R&D side Yep, and you know we just hosted we just had hosted our first box training together last Friday. We have another one tomorrow that we've invited a boatload of people to, and hopefully it will be packed. Yeah, the weather the weather should be good for it because it is sucky. It no is no joke. Like what is it right now? It's uh, sixty and raining. Yep. So. Yep. I just can I can confirm that because I just ran out into it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all I've been doing still is training. I've got, uh, we did have some, I did put together some RZL training, which is pneumatic zoning. Yep. And I swear that's the worst way to start the conversation is pneumatic zoning. You know, when somebody sounds scary, well, when somebody tells me pneumatic zoning, I immediately think commercial and there's pneumatics at the stat. But with these guys, you know, they've been around a long time, obviously. But yep. in our market, it's just kind of like, and that may be something we can talk about too, right? Like how brands get in markets and they just take over. They do. Um, nothing against that brand, but technicians, you know, nobody wants to check out anything new or. Yep. Good salespeople. Good job, sales guy. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I'll tip my hat. <laughs> You know, Honeywell, EWC, to name a couple just in certain markets, man. I mean, in in Atlanta, that's all I seen was Honeywell. Um, very big presence there. But, you know, not to make it a, you know, an RZL show here, but when I went through their training, some of these dampers that they got that they, you just drop into a vent, like a floor vent. Let's say you got a 10 by 4, you drop it in there. You run that tubing down the pipe, comes out on the other end. You know, you just kind of make a home run there and you just zone. You just zone every boot, every run, and, you know, bring them back to a little manifold there, just a little plastic manifold, quarter inch tubing. And there you go. And you're not zoning that with any other product. I mean, no. And I think that's, I think that's where, it's an excellent retrofit product. Yes. But I don't think it's ever really been sold that way. No. I think it's, I think if you, and that's probably, you know, we talk about the right product for the right market and the right job. <clears throat> I yeah, think. It's a matter of trying it out. Yep. I, I, I think did. you start planning it that way, you can have more traction. Well, I've, immediately I thought of like a giant ranch, right? maybe a 2,500 square foot ranch thermostats in the middle, big return. This side's cold. This side's hot, depending on the sun, 
trees are over here no trees over here um i've been in those homes a lot and i'm like man if i could just you know you go down to the basement in this giant trunk line or maybe it's above sheetrock something like that you could just start zoning each run individually time together uh, it's a very smooth operating deal because it is on pressure it is on inches of water column so it's a smooth uh, we don't have gears there's no gears there's no power to open power to close it's all pressure so it's a very smooth you know smooth operator smooth operator yeah I mean how many I mean how many damper motors have we replaced over the years I mean these are lifetime there's nothing to the damp there is nothing to the damper yeah the board is everything uh, he likes it uh, bye Arzell <laughs> bye Cody bye Cody yeah so we did, so, did some yeah, my other special training. needs dog now right we'll get into that in a minute guys sat in that class and the you know it ends up being a pretty heavy airflow class um, so we learned a lot about airflow during that class you know most people typically put too big of a bypass on if you need a bypass they usually put too big on i talk about that a lot in my classes i know you were talking about people putting a 14 inch bypass on the other day and i was like i think i've sold maybe two of those in the whole time i was working and i was like you sure this is what you want yeah, I mean, I've seen that multiple times, right? You go into the, uh, go on the crawl space and they got a 14 on there. I'm trying to have a, here, yep, here's Corey. Meow. Yep, there he is. buddy. And his bark. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty accurate. It's funny. What do you say? Go download his new music? He said go oh, download said? Corey Wilkins' music. There it is. Yep. <laughs> shameless self-promotion that's right that's what this show is all about yeah so the bypass right we, i don't know how many times i've gotten into that most zoning is not set up properly because we're trying to just get rid of static get rid of pressure but we're not thinking about refrigeration i've said that a lot of times so, you know you're dumping that cold air straight in the return we got a it ain't going to work, right? And on the no. product that I'm training on Bosch, it's looking at that evaporator coil temp, and it just keeps throttling down, throttling down, throttling down, trying not to freeze the coal up. And next thing you know, it's 95 degrees. The house needs more. It's out there running at 9,000 BTUs, and yep. it's a three-ton. So, yeah, I mean, not to make it a zoning show, but, yeah, it's – uh you could go to if you ever see a zoning class or somebody wants to give a general zoning class go to it if you see one um maybe certain parts of the country zoning is just not popular i don't know i mean and i'm sure i'm sure there's places it is and it isn't um if you guys kind of want to see how the dampers operate dennis put out a sweet reel this past week um you can kind of watch watch how it works a little bit check out the panel he's got a full working training plenum sitting on top of his Bosch unit. Yeah, it looks like a uh, it looks like a spaceship. <laughs> it's, it's gonna take off. It's a lot. 
Um, <laughs> it's just a lot. <clears throat> but that's as small as I could make it, you know. But yeah, no, they've got they've got dampers. You slide like they got on the two by two lay ins. You just take a damper, you fold it up, stick it up in there, and open it up, and it magnets to the pipe. You run your tubing to it, and there you go. Now that's zoned. I mean, lifetime lifetime warranty, which is hard to say for any zoning product. It's hard to say for any product, let any alone product, a zoning product. Yeah, lifetime's tough. You know, made in America. We'll get a we'll get a we'll get an Arzell guy on the show. Go through it. Curious to see uh, see how they how they address it. But yeah. Yeah, don't be scared of change. Just because you don't see it in a supply house day in, day out, don't mean it's not a good product, right? Could be that. No, that's very true. There's tons of stuff out there. I'll, I'll be honest. I go to these, I say trade shows, these counter days, and all these reps are out there, and I'm like, God, I haven't seen that. Man, why well, haven't seen that? You know, where's that at? Where's that been? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I met a guy yesterday that, yeah. Don't let Dennis tell me about it so I can try to make my warehouse better. Well, there's a guy yesterday. He's just an individual going around. He, he coats, coats evaporator coals, coats, uh, outdoor units for, cause I was on the coast, obviously. Oh, solid. You know, small guy. Everybody's still trying to figure that out, right? How to beat the, uh, sandblasted salt nature, mother yeah. nature. Yeah, Mother Nature's gonna win. Sorry, everybody. She's gonna win. Oh, yeah, she's. I'm trying this new beer out here, Sweetwater <laughs> Blue. <laughs> it's, it's new to me, right? And just let me. I'll let you have your moment. Let me have. My then moment. I. Then well, I. You let me have my moment, and then you. That's what I said. I'm gonna eviscerate you now. Thank you. Boss track. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um. <sighs> So we've had a lot, a uh, lot coming up here. We got. Have you been watching any of this playoff hockey, man? It's intense. No, I've. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch your soccer either. So <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched. Hell, I haven't watched that either. At least Liverpool won this week, right? I saw uh, Man City got a massive victory over Arsenal yesterday, which I was really hoping Arsenal could pull off uh, a Premier League title. Because I love their manager. I've always thought, I think, so growing up, I was a massive Liverpool fan. And Everton is their biggest in-town rival. And Mikel Arteta, who is the manager at Arsenal, was a longtime Everton player. And he was probably the one that I gave the most respect to his entire career. Um, And then he spent a lot of time at Man City with Pep Guardiola. Was a huge part of those guys winning a lot of titles and if you've watched, um, God, what's the daggum show on Amazon? <clears throat> Man, I just don't watch a lot on there. Well, I watched it a couple years ago when it first when he was first their manager there. Dang, why can't I think of the stupid name of the show? Because you're talking about it. I know. <laughs> Let me Google real quick. All or Nothing. This is the All or Nothing oh, show yeah. on Amazon with Arsenal. Um, and you get a real good sense of the kind of leader he is, and I like him a lot. So I was kind of hoping to see him take them to a title this year, but losing to City yesterday with City having two games in hand is not looking good for the run-in now. We'll no. 
So um, there's some more MLS cities popping up in there. Yep. In C- is it more. Seattle? No, Seattle's been around a while. Okay, not Seattle. Who's popping up like recently? Uh, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, was, well, yeah. Last Charlotte. year, it's pretty new. I swear they throw a team in the city, in the town. It's just boom. Uh, wasn't I think in Cincinnati? I think is new this year. So, yeah, maybe. So there's one new this year, and Nashville. Yeah, Cincinnati and Nashville. I think are the the newest ones at this point. I mean, you could start any sports league in Nashville, and it'll be just fine. Yeah, I, I mean, speaking of sports too, I also I haven't read anything on it, but uh, I saw the A's are going to Vegas. Really? Yeah pretty sure I could never get into those uniforms man gosh yellow and green uh, I, I had an A's hat back in the day <laughs> I mean, so Oakland like Athletics that. land deal in Las Vegas one day ago would need artificial turf old rally to protest against possible relocation to Vegas. So as of six hours ago, the Oakland A's fans are not happy. Dude, I'm out on the artificial turf for baseball. I'm out. I know you showed me that I'm app state field. It's cool looking. And I would never have known it was turf until you told me, or I went and saw it, but I just, so I'm, I'm going, sorry. uh, you know, if y'all are listening to this, it's Friday, brick, dust and dirt tomorrow. for. Saturday is at three o'clock is App State baseball going. Here it is. Corey's got uh he's trying out for marching band. He, so he's gonna try out on the bass drum. I don't know which bass. They got five they got a five man bass line. All I can see is Corey doing like a drum line dance from that movie back from the Nick Cannon oh, movie yeah. back in the day with the bass drum. Well so hopefully nobody from App State's snare line is listening, but Corey's a snare player and their snare line is struggling. <laughs> there's there's for, for one, there's too many of them and they're not. So when you get past four snares and you start getting into, I think they have 10 snares. That's a lot. It gets muddy real fast unless you practice like day in day out and they don't right. They're just, it's a fun band. It's a, it's a, it's a football band, you know, pet band. They don't travel. They don't compete. So he's like, you know what? I, I just rather get on the baseline or maybe the quads. Um, he's thinking maybe two years for band and then junior, senior year, not play marching band and go to football games as a fan, you know? Yep. Maybe get a little second half of college, uh, tailgating, you know that or he can be the guy in the crowd with the face paint and the big ass bass drum <laughs> right <laughs> um i can't wait for app season get me some uh some apanier beer I know from the old r d brewing i know this is killing right it's all right <laughs> we sucked at football Ryan's the uh I went to Western. Western. App's eternal rival over the old mountain jug. Yeah. I mean, it is appropriate we fight over a mountain jug that you put moonshine in. So, I mean, at least that counts. Yeah, I mean, that's worth going to the school. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) So, yeah, we got, 
you know, it's y'all are listening to this. It's Friday. Tonight is Hurricanes Islanders. Canes are up three to two in the in the series. If anybody wants to put some money on uh, Stanley Cup winner, I got a pick right now. You going for the Canes? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I think I think New York, man. I think New York's going to do it. Rangers. I was going to say Rangers, I'm assuming, since we're talking about the Canes trying to whip the Islanders tonight. Yeah, so I think the Rangers, now the Rangers are tied 2-2. Two to two. Um, All right, dang it, now i got to go look. I used to love hockey. I played so much NHL live in college with my roommates. I mean, playoff hockey, man, for all my Canadians. It's great. It's, it, it, well, yeah, speaking of that, Maple Leafs are crushing it. Dude, the Bruins, what's the, how are the Bruins doing right now? Because they Yeah, the Bruins it. are, you know, they were, a, as far as betting, sports betting, I can't do it here. It pisses me off, but um, the Bruins probably, you don't, you're probably not going to win a whole lot of money there. Rangers Devils is tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, is, anything else tonight? Ooh, Maple Leafs. Jets and the Golden Knights at 10. There's a game tonight. Yeah, Tampa. I mean, the Maple Leafs, man. My buddy Rod, Toronto. Of course, it's weird. Every Canadian we have on this show is like, yeah, I just don't really watch hockey anymore. They're just like burnout. <laughs> I was. We're I was all like sitting, hockey down here in the south. <laughs> I was sitting at lunch with uh, two of Jason's buddies. He's mad at me. Oh, Jason from Ain't No Rest for the Wicked's not happy. I was I was out to lunch with two of his buddies today while he was getting his boots stuck in the mud at a crappy job site in Raleigh. Mm. So I told him I got to find a time to come see him and take him to a steak dinner so I can make his buddies jealous of him. Did you tell him that he'd been on the show? Who? Oh, them? Yeah. So yeah. they they started listening to his shows yesterday. Oh, my God. So I'm waiting to... Uh, I know one of them, he had about a two-hour drive back home this afternoon, so he was going to try to get through some more of it. No, he'd um, get through a, oh, man, I mowed through some podcasts from Outer Banks back to my house. I went through, uh, we'll throw some out there. Tony Mormino went through some of his. I went through uh, straight out of Crumpton. Went through some of his. Listened to a little uh, Kitchen Chronicles. Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Yep, Pat doing his thing. Yeah, I was getting some getting my HVAC on. Uh, so I met some guys. I've been handing out stickers at these uh, counter days. Um, starting to get a little more younger guys listening to podcasts, like HVAC podcasts. So I, th- I think it's good. We're getting it out there. Um As far as oh, that's what I was gonna tell you on the uh, you know we me and me and Ryan are on the Bosch on the Bosch squad now. Um, yep, the Bosch train. So uh, it's a good product too, right? Not gonna lie. I mean, I've got my stuff I don't like about it. I got stuff I can tell you I don't like about other products too. Just keeping it real. But um, showed up at the counter day. 
set up in the parking lot. I got a 15-seer, three-ton running cart, three-ton air handler. Um, PSC air handler, sitting there in the parking lot. Uh, it was 65 degrees. I turned the AC on. It's just sitting there running at its lowest rate. Hertz rating there, about 29 hertz, just cruising along. Sun comes out. Temperature start. You know, I'm literally standing beside it all day. Yeah, I'm just watching. Um, I got my uh, field piece probes on there. I'm looking at my return coming in. We went from 65 to 67 degrees return temp. We went from 29 hertz, and it just kind of creeped up to 32 hertz because it's a one percent on the inverter. So. Got up to 68 degrees. We were at 40%. And I just thought it was interesting, man. That thing just looks at that load on that evaporator coal and just creeps up to match. Um, And what I'm getting at is every time I do a class, everybody wants it to have a variable speed blower. I discussed this with uh, our buddy Zach yesterday. He goes, yeah, I mean, we just really, you know, we really want to sell the variable speeds because of noise in the house. Uh, you know, the blowers are quiet. The variable speeds can ramp down. But let's think about what we're saying, right? The Bosch will match that coal or whatever technology you have that's that's like that, right? Uh, Greeflex, same thing. Match yep. that. Looks at that indoor coal. So... You shouldn't have a noisy, you know, I learned this from the RZL guy. If your air handler or your grills are noisy, you got airflow problems. I mean, let's think about that. So <laughs> yep. if you're like, man, you turn it on, it's on high. And the homeowner's like, man, I really, you know, we, we, we need, you really need a variable speed because we want to try to keep the airflow quiet in here. Well, you got a single speed air handler or even a two speed air handler. Um, you shouldn't be hearing any whistling. You shouldn't hear air anyway. So get your static, right? Get your blower speed. More than likely you slow the blower down to match, you know, your, your noise, right? Cut that down. Yep. Now the boss just goes to town, ramps up and down. Zach's like, I didn't really think of that. It's like, yeah, you don't want to put a variable speed in. Now we're getting back to, let's put a variable speed in to combat bad airflow, right? Yep. We don't want to do that. I mean, with this technology, you should be able to have a nice 0.5, 0.4 static, even 0.3, um, if you can get away with that. And, But yeah, I watched it in that parking lot. Just creep, As the load came up outside, it just creeped up, creeped up maintain that 130 psi suction 45 degree coal and i had a bunch of guys come up to me and they're like man this thing's only got like a 12 degree temperature drop you know 13 degree i'm like i said what do you want it to be he said well i mean it should be 20 degrees i'm like no i mean who told you that right that's just one of those things over the years like let's try to get a 20 degree temperature drop when you do that, you're probably overcharging the system and that coal is just dripping wet. You know, it's drenched. 
it's a piston maybe and you just like got it beer can cold never gets old never gets old right but yeah now the coal is just soaking wet and you're blowing humidity into the home and now you've got it at 68 degrees and it still doesn't feel that great in the house you know so i think more and more we're getting a little bit better in the field at kind of learning how these things work we got hung up for a long time how things operate right oh it's got to be 20 degrees you know we got these home inspectors saying that um so that ain't helping but no you know a high sear product 14 15 might be as high as you see that coal is just nice and frosty you know, 45 degrees, you know, a communicating system where the stats talking to the board, it's still doing the same thing. Refrigeration hadn't changed. So no, it hasn't. That blower slows down on a variable speed and the outdoor matches it with software, communicating software. They're still achieving the same coal tent. They're not just, they don't have their own coal tent, right? (laughs) It's all the same. So it's just uh, something to note there, right? If you're if you're uh, thinking you need a variable speed for quietness, that's not a good way to approach that. No. Add a return, and, right? Add a supply, maybe. Slow the blower down. <clears throat> well, in talking about the uh, the kinds of versatility you can get away with with the product you and I are both working on these days. Um, I had a call earlier today with a contractor who this homeowner just does not want to change furnace. So we're having to, you know, coal and coal and outdoor unit only with an 80% from a different brand. Right. But, you know, there was initial kind of, you know, is it going to work? I said, nope, it's going to be just fine. I said, as long as your airflow is proper and everything else is good make a few modifications if you need to i said you're not going to have an issue because the brains for all this are being ran by the outdoor 18 series unit yeah as long as you got a txv match so you got a txv in there you know well and the bosch when i started working over here at keystone right and, and dealing with the bosch product i went to the end of the internet and back on the reviews because i I thought, man, here we go. I'm going to be training on a product that I'm just not cool with or, you know, I've always said that'd be hard to do, right? Yep. (laughs) Coming from the field and now if I'm trying to train on a product that I don't really believe in, I just feel like that'd be difficult. Um, You do what you got to do, I guess. But so, you know, that, that first outdoor unit they put out, that three and a five, that 18, by itself and just said put it on any you know it was a universal just put it on any indoor unit there wasn't no training out there we had them on nest stats and smart stats and they were cycling off when they should have still been running pulling three amps you know two amps you know that stats trying to save power so they're fighting each other that just like went out all over the country and that's usually the reviews you got was high humidity and it was bad application. I mean, there's there was probably some on a piston. There was probably some on really bad airflow. And um, and you're going to have that. But 
There's more training out now, setting it up, right? Knowing what to do with it. And it's definitely uh it's a pretty impressive little product for sure. No, it's it's a great product. And you know, I even you know, when I came and switched switched away from a brand I had been selling quite literally my whole life. Right. <laughs> um you know, that was a that was a step out on its own but as i got to kind of go through the product more and understand it and really see what the capabilities were um it's very impressive what you can do especially with the limited number of SKUs you even have to deal with i think that's the most impressive part about it you can do a whole lot of different things with a small amount of um yeah SKUs, which is awesome it also makes it great for stocking it in a warehouse um, cause it doesn't take up near as much room. Well, and on a, on a consumer side, right. If we just step out and like I said, we, me and you may turn around and, you know, 10 years and we're selling another brand, right? That's what happens when you're on this side of the business, but yep, you never know. Um, you give it hell and what you got <laughs> and that's it, you know, on the consumer side though, getting away from these half ton stuff or well, any brand, right? I'm just, I'm looking forward to HVAC moving forward on the residential side. We got some really cool stuff on the commercial side and everybody's like, Oh man, we got this, this and residential's just always just taking a backseat and it's gotta be the biggest market. Yep. It's gotta be. I mean, so I love that, you know, I mean, I've been in homes in Atlanta that were 15,000 square feet and they had the top of the line, right? Something. We got to start getting that into regular homes. That was just these huge like gaps, you know? Yep. It was a multi-million dollar home is the only time you've seen, you know, mod furnaces and this and that. Um, high sear outdoor units, you know? So I've, now on the flip side of that, I have also seen 15,000 square foot houses with the most dirt cheap crap they could put in it. And yeah. I go, who was your builder? Steve Harvey. Who was, yeah, who was, <laughs> Once again, who sorry, was your Steve. contractor? <laughs> Steve God. listening to the show. He listens every day. Uh, uh, yeah, I was over there working on <laughs> 10 sear <laughs> ream caskets. And I'm like, there's eight three tons in here. What? <laughs> this stuff is. Uh, he did have he did have a uh god what year was that he had uh so in two i think the home he had was built in 90 99 2000 what was the high-end rain furnace was it a in 2000 yeah uh i think it was the rgrm or rgtm was a 95 mod back then because i've got one of those in dad's house yeah well wasn't it it was it wasn't a ninety five mod, but it was a ninety percent. It could have been there. What ninety two? Uh, I think it was just a straight ninety. Hmm. Yeah, they were ninety percent all upflow. Because it was cl- it was a classic ninety. Classic. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. What's your dad got? Uh, we've got a prest. He's got a prestige RGRM. That's right. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, I don't, he had the bottom line AC for whatever the year that was, 99, 97 or something. Yep. And uh, just 
trucking along out there, 400 foot line set. God knows where the line sets went on this house. And it just, they just run high head for like 20 years. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, never missed a beat, <laughs> you know, but. Well, talking about uh, heat pumps and new technology, uh, you want to go through a couple of news articles and then we'll talk about some upcoming guests and. Yeah. So. I was going to say, you got some articles on here. I'll let you. I do. I do. Um, the Cooling Post. Coolingpost.com. So, you know, I've been working on taking a look at some of the articles that are out there as I work on figuring out what uh, what I want to write on um, and kind of just seeing how HVAC, uh, I guess, articles and literature has changed in the last couple of years. I mean, news is news, but right. it's curious to see kind of how the, the takes on things change over time. Um, but a couple of articles that I noticed in the last week was, you know, we keep talking about electrification. So I've been, you know, looking at this uh, $250 million fund to drive U.S. heat pump production that is continuing to be pushed by the Department of Energy here. Um, and, you know, when we're seeing it, you know, last year I did a lot of townhomes and RNC stuff with a customer. They've got more coming up right now. And, you know, where typically in the past homes, even by these same engineers for these builders, were all split gas. Dude, everything is pumps. Right. Um, and then I know I spoke with another builder the other day and they're still doing you know, gas, if they have gas in a community, but even with that, so many are starting to convert to pumps. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, I grew up on gas cooking. Yep. Me Tracy, too. Tracy can't cook on a gas stove. So, you know what we're getting? <laughs> I mean, uh, we're going to get electric, but, um, so yeah, you're always going to have that option. Well, hopefully maybe that the new neighborhood I'm building in is zero gas, zero Unless you have propane put in, so. Yep, and uh, that's not fun on the wallet. No. Just saying. I mean, I was going to put it in for, I don't even know. I was going to put in a 100-pound, just a small, like a 100-pound tank for, if I maybe was going to do dual fuel. I mean, I really wanted to do, I know there's a, uh, you know, Bosch is coming out with a, uh, that come out with it while I'm still here. That'd be fantastic. Coming out with a heat pump water heater, like similar reams. Yeah. You haven't, but, haven't dropped this news on me. Um, yeah, I don't know when, but I did see it come across the old desk there. You know, a, it's a big boy. They're tall, just like, uh, just like reams, but it's a heat pump water heater that, um, Uses that heat pump, a little small, uh, it's like a little mini fridge set up up there. Uses that to heat the water until it just can't. And then it, it's it got the, uh, the the rods in there. But And that's going to be designed and built by them. Um, I like it. I didn't know who was going to build that, but that's going to be them. So, Well, and... You uh you segued right into another article for me very well. Um, once again, they're not including water on this one, but 
So another article out on the Cooling Post where Bosch is committing to over a billion in euros to heat pump production over the next seven years as they continue to build um, their manufacturing network for Europe and the rest of the globe. Um, this guy working on this side discharge box, this picture. Yeah, I know. Where right? is he at? The North Pole? I mean, well, looking at it, it looks like so. Is he inside somewhere? I think he's in a test lab because now, and I say that because I've like seen it. a bunch of I've seen a bunch of stuff um, with Aon. So where I went to work, we were the Aon rep for a lot of the southeast in the country. We sell stuff, plant inspect stuff all over the country. Um, but Aon has a test lab that they can test up to a 130 ton rooftop inside in a controlled environment. Like they can make it snow indoors to test this unit in harsh conditions. That's, and that's sweet. It's nuts. I cannot wait to hopefully get to go out there at some point in the next several months, if possible. I know our buddy, uh, HVAC doctor is in Tulsa at Aon training right now. Um, he's been posting pictures all week, so I'm curious to get his debrief. Also, he's, he's probably roasting. <laughs> probably, he did send me a he did send me a hitchhiker cheers because uh, he found a, a six pack of Modelo's while he's out there. There you go. Um, but yeah, Bosch is going. We already know they're hard and heavy with heat pumps, but they are continuing to really push the home comfort group, um, which. You know, formerly known as Bosch Thermotechnology, you'll see it in some of the literature and stuff that we've seen the last couple of months and as it's updating, websites updating. Um, Elite Dealer Program is getting a, a fresh face, I've heard, so there's a lot of cool stuff coming from Bosch, but it's nice to continue to see a company that I'm now trying to go out and sell is investing money, um, both for production of stuff like water heaters in the U.S., as well as additional capacity in parts of Europe and other places. So it's, it's a cool thing to see. Um, and then the other interesting... Say, one, what's the carrier thing you got going on here? Yeah, carrier just purchased Wiesman for 12 billion euros. All right, you're throwing these euros out. What's the... 17 US billion. Okay. Is the, the anticipated revenue generation for US dollars. Oh, there it is, $17 um, billion. Yeah, so Wiesman Climate Solutions. What's interesting is they're talking about in article, it says Carrier plans to exit its commercial refrigeration and fire and security businesses. Now, my question is, is that... Oh, say that again? <laughs> yeah. I was like, are they talking about Wiesman's commercial refrigeration or are they talking about Carrier's commercial refrigeration? Dude, I mean, Carrier commercial... I, I, can't, I can't see them leaving commercial refrigeration with a Carrier name. I just cannot see that happening. Oh, did you um, see what the acquisition name is? Huh. Where did I miss it? Uh, Wiesman Climate Solutions? No, recent strategic actions, oh, including yep. the yep. Shiba Carrier Corporation acquisition and the sale of chub, chub. <laughs> the old chub yep <laughs> sorry weird off see. there max Viesman will join the carrier board at closing around the end of the year we might have to look into that commercial no seriously carrier oh. expects to sell its commercial refrigeration and fire and security businesses over the course of 2024 okay commercial refrigeration is different than correct commercial Correct. I mean, they got, they got the market in commercial. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, right? Yeah. 
train second. Well, well, and we, you know, there's a, there's a Charlotte plant that builds chillers and cooling towers here for carrier. Right. It's not far from, from my office. I'm in these days. I wasn't sure how big their commercial refrigeration was anyway, not big in that, but couldn't have been too small. No, it's definitely not small. I mean, I see, I see big carrier stuff rolling out of Charlotte day in and day out now. The CEO, Max Viesman. Yep. That's a pretty stout name there. It's Viesman or Weissman? I'd say Weissman. Weissman. I think we're trying to make more of it. At the- Probably. <laughs> uh, Sweetwater Blues talking over there. Oh, yeah. New beer Sweetwater's got out. Y'all got to go check it out. So, um... Yeah, so I heard you have you've got a you got a crawl space confession or you got no I think you had a Jobin call didn't you? Yeah, so you, you know Jobin's Jobin in jail. Call? Really? You know, the last yeah, yeah he, right. was, he is. He was trying to change that train compressor out and he was in the tree, <laughs> and the lady <laughs> saw him and thought he was peeping on her and had him arrested. Yep, so, yep, you're right. Um, just out there trying to get it, man, and he can't. So, uh, yeah, I got a call from him. Of course, I missed it, um, as always. Let's see what he's got. Hey, Steven, this is Jobin again. Hey, they gave me another phone call. I'm getting tired of my bunk mate in here. He, he won't flush the toilet. And he tells me not to touch it when I go to flush it. And he says if I don't, Listen to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be his bitch. I don't want to do that. So I'm just having to put up with this smell. Matt, can you please call me? I have Ryan call me. I need someone to get me out of here. It's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun in jail, Joe. And that's, that's the idea. <laughs> no. Oh god. <laughs> All I could picture was, uh, I, yeah, I pictured a lot of stuff. But poor Joven. What a life that guy lives. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd seen an article fly where it was like a, um, I'm trying to remember who put it out. It was on our Instagram about they were in front of a board talking about power. And it's like, look, we can't, we're talking about this heat pump thing. Yes, we can get a lot more out of a heat pump. I get it. It's, it's, it's awesome. Um, but all this electrification comes in at once. I just don't think the grid, I don't know how the grid's going to do. I'm not a fan of gas heat either. As far as like, you know, gas heat in, in our climate to me, gas heat where we're at is too much. It's very, it's very dry here. And most of the time, cause it's, we have humidity all the time, but gas heat's super dry down here because of the climate. Well, and it's not our, most of most of, most gas furnaces are oversized. That's like proven, you know. Um, if you really start looking at loads pretty tight, the the heat load on some of these places are thirty, forty thousand, you know, and we slap a sixty in there. I mean, yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. Do a change out, boom. It comes on and it's hot before it can even shut off. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's done went up 
it's past that point. But um, so he Pompey to do great there, but I don't know the grid. I talked to guys from up north, and they're like, "Man, the grid up here is not gonna handle that." Look at, I mean, look at Jersey. Oh, I know. And, and I don't, I don't know how. I really do not know how New York plans to, or even just, I, I don't know how they plan to do it. No, no gas at all. I don't understand it. I mean, there. So let's say, let's say you can't. So if we're going to go that route, do we only sell high efficiency heat pumps? Because if you go electrification and everybody just starts, let's look at the minimum we got now, two stage, right? Essentially two stage heat pump. Well, not really. There's a bunch of single stage everywhere still. Man, they're pulling, they're not pulling low amps. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's going to be more of them out there than a, uh, you know, 20 seer Ream, 20 seer Bosch, uh, you know, whatever carriers carrier infinities all these high-end stuff yeah i mean that 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 20 seer bosch three ton you know i'm i'm watching that thing run in heat it's pulling six amps five amps you know it's not pulling hardly any power but what about the single stage product that's still like you said some brands are uh still putting out a single stage heat pump so start firing all those off in a neighborhood um, I don't know. I guess we'll see when we get there. <laughs> oh, I know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. So the refrigerant side's getting sketchy too. Um, code building codes. We're still trying to catch up to that. Well, or yeah, the new refrigerant. Yeah, there's multiple places that still haven't even approved uh stuff for A2O refrigerants. Um, there's the growing uh argument about potentially you know, getting rid of single use canisters, which then we don't, I mean, do distributors become refueling stations or do you start ordering gas literally the way you order, you know, your nitrogen and acetylene and other consumables? I have no idea. And then on top of it, you know, the discussion about potentially making any service van that carries an A2O refrigerant have to have a DOT number and certain oh. placards, which means if that happens, uh, service techs, in order to go do their job, will all have to have a CDL license. Good luck. Wow. Good luck. How much is that, that changeout going to cost now? You know, if you thought a changeout was expensive at fifteen to twenty grand, you're going to be paying twenty five. Yeah, the equipment's not going. <laughs> the the equipment's not what going to. It's not. It's not going to run the cost up. It's going to be no. everything else. It's all the other crap that's being thrown down on top of what the contractor has to deal with and then gets passed to the homeowner yeah consumer takes it at the end yep um so so what do you you want to sign out um, what we got coming up yeah we got um we have a lot of guests that are on tap but not all scheduled but they're they're all committed um you know we talked about them a little bit earlier but uh my buddy tony mormino who's a fellow employee and also marketing director for where I am is going to be on the show sometime soon, as well as Mr. Greg Crumpton. So straight out of Crumpton. Um, <laughs> great. He's got a, it's, it's great. I, I have to say that, um, you know, and he's, he's been a massive voice um, in the industry, especially in uh, the Charlotte, the Carolinas area for many, many years. So I, I'm excited to, to have him come on the show and have a conversation. 
Um, we're going to be kicking it with Kylie very soon. Um, <laughs> yep. So Kylie's going to come on the show and finally get her moment of fame that she has been waiting very patiently for, uh, for a very long time. But it is time to see who knows more HVAC components, Kylie or Corey. Well, yeah, we had a show a long time ago. I look back, I think it was 21. God, was it really that it long? It was, man. Me. So we had my son on here, and we were just grilling him on HVAC. You know, he grew up with me dragging him out on service calls. Kylie hasn't been quite drugged through the mud, but she wants her shot at seeing how many components she can guess. Also, I want to get her take and I, we're just going to, I'm going to put her on the, put her in another room and we're just going to talk to her about trades because that's a thing. And she's going into the seventh grade and I want to know what these schools in middle school, which is where we need to start. I want to know what they're talking to her about her future. Like, you know, you going to college, what do you want to do? Are, you, are they talking to them about trades? So she's going to be our little inside on that. Yep. And, uh, and who knows what's going to come out of her mouth. She's quite a, yeah. Kicking it with Kylie. I like that. Yep. I'm, I'm excited for that one. And then we also have another five friends of ours that are, uh, we're have no idea what order they're all going to come on the show in, <laughs> but, uh, you can find their primary, I guess, handle these days is the HVAC visionaries. Um, which I give it to them. They got, they hit a thousand followers. Looks like today. Um, yeah, they just started that. Yeah, thirty nine posts in. Good on you, boys. Right. You know, hey, you know, having five guys help with the channel is positive. I mean, um, we, we hit a thousand twice. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We finally we did cross the threshold this week. I just didn't <laughs> say anything years. about it because I didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> I know. Um, so, Efren or Per on parole, as you know him, as well as. Adam, Wolf of, Wolf of HVAC, Anwar HVACR, G Torre HVAC, and our buddy Jeffy Pipes um, will all be on the show over the next several months in this summer. Um, I know those guys are all out on the front lines, and there's calendars. If they're not busy already, are about to be a lot more busy with installs and stuff. So it's going to take a little bit of I feel like those time are probably working on some of that, but I'm excited for those guys. Well, I feel like those are going to be some late night shows. Those are definitely going to be some getting, late night shows. Getting back into the late night shows, I don't know where they're at in the country. Well, I know Jeffy Pipes is. I'm uh, guessing he's. Is he so on the East Coast up north? Or? Pipes and G Tory are East Coast. I think Anwar is upper Midwest, I believe. Efren's down in Texas. Yep. I um, think he's close to El Paso. And then Anwar's in California. Or not Anwar, but um, Adam Wolf of HVAC is in California, so all over the map, right? All over the map, which would be cool because we'll get perspectives from different markets, which we love having on the show too. Oh yeah, so I we, yeah. if we don't get any uh, crawlspace confessions out of those five, then I'm yeah I'm stopping. That's going to be a mandatory requirement. <laughs> I'm going to send that my email to everyone. Yeah. Like you must have <laughs> one to three crawlspace confessions to get on the show. Once you have completed the assignment, we will book your date. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, like I said, as always, we appreciate everybody listening. Go check us out on social media. 
Instagram, Tradehounds, Facebook, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is growing very rapidly. Appreciate everybody over there that are supporting us now. Oh, yeah. um, and also make sure to go to HVACRND.com. Check out the vendor hub, the events, and sign up for the mailing list. And go to that swag shop, Cajun420, for the 20% discount code in honor of Cajun Joe through May. Yes, get it. We, got, we got more stuff to come on the swag shop. Yep. It's in the works, and we've got we got episode 100 coming up soon. Yep, we got a special guest lined up for that one, but we're not telling you who it is. You're going to have to tune in for that one. So. Yep. All right. See y'all next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace. Peace. Drink a little beer, play a little music, and have a big time tonight. Got a Tennessee girl, a rocky top breeze, and a big old yellow moon. A new set of strings on my 69.